the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two. Great to be with you today. And thank you for everything that you have been doing to provide Bibles for new believers in Asia. You know, there's some incredible numbers. I'm with Michael from Bible League, and uh, Bible League's been doing this for 85 years. There are so many people in Asia. 60% of the world's Mm -hmm. population live there. So if you think it's crowded here, it's not, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. (laughs) And the the numbers are astounding. I mean, it's great when we hear that Four, there's about a 4% uh, rate of people getting saved in many of these countries. That's a lot of people. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of people, and they need Bibles. These numbers here, it says you reach at Bible League 4,000 people every day with the gospel. 400 are trained to share Christ every day. And one new church is planted every four hours. Mm. That's incredible. But when you have so many people, in fact, one of the clips we just played, you know, that was one of the things that uh, he wanted to do, right? He wanted to go out and plant yeah. a church. Yeah. And so many new believers want to do that here. It's it's less complicated in places where it's uh, illegal because you don't need a permit or a business license because you can't get one. That's you exactly know, right. It's an interesting yeah. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. It's to yeah. plant a church here. There's work. You got to become a nonprofit. That's mm. going to cost mm. you money and mm. an attorney. It's going to take some time. Yep. But you can't really get a business license for an illegal business, so you just do it. <laughs> And I'm not saying yeah, everything you guys yeah. do is is that way. Some places in China, and there's there's lots of legal ways to do it. Or it's not a business anyway. So you can just go yeah, start a church yeah. because it's not the same system that we have sure. here. Yeah. Regardless, what God is doing with all of these ways that people are sharing the gospel is growing his church in huge numbers. And they're asking us for Bibles. And Michael's here from Bible League, where we have been partnering with them for 30 years. And they've been around for 85 years providing Bibles and doing a whole lot of other work for believers in Asia and other places around the world. Welcome back, Michael. Well, Scott, thanks for being a good friend. You and I have worked together. This is our second time working together. Second time. And uh, Scott, let me say your listeners have been incredibly kind. Uh, I don't have the math. Over the years, I know it's easily hundreds of thousands of Bibleist believers all over the world as we've come and we've focused, you know, in the Middle East, we've focused on the continent of uh, Africa, Latin America. Right now, our focus is in the region of Asia, the part of the world where Christianity is growing fastest. You've responded so generously. Um, You know, this is a crisis facing the church, but it really is an opportunity today. I remember Paul writing in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 14, Scott, where, where Paul writes, You know, when one part of the body suffers, we suffer together. And I know that's why we're at this point. Let me give you a quick update on where we are. It was only a couple of weeks ago, uh, Scott, that KKLA and uh, and K-Praise mixed in there. And Bible League said, you know what? If this is such a major issue, can we solve this for 8,000 Bibleist believers? You know, we can't do it for the millions that go without God's Word every day. But can we do it for 8,000? So we began effectively at zero yesterday. And here we are into the 4 o'clock hour, the final. Final uh, hour of uh, the Pastor Scott Show today, 
And we're more than halfway to this goal. Scott, we're about, I think we figured uh, 55, almost 60% to goal. We're down to about 3,500 Bibles. And as we go along this hour, I want to thank uh, some of those that have been helping us uh, get to this point. But again, um, our prayer is that, you you know, first of all, that you rejoice that God has a church in Asia, a part of the world where really Christianity was stalled for a long time. You think about the Chinese cultural revolution, uh, the influence of Mao Zedong, who influenced families uh, to turn against families. If you were a Christian, your own family would, would turn you into the authorities. Think about uh, in, um, in, in, uh, in Cambodia. You know, many of those Cambodians killed by the Pol Pot regime, we shared a story from there earlier, were evangelical pastors. Um, the threat of Kim Jong-un right now, I mean, to, to, you know, to be a Christian in North Korea, my goodness, Scott. Mm. And then even in India, uh, we're going to focus uh, on uh, that part of the world here uh, for a couple of stories this hour. But, you know, if you tell somebody, this is what Jesus means to me, uh, would, would you come into kingdom life with me? Let's, let's follow Jesus together. You can be thrown in jail. There are laws on the books right now and um, in, in the country of India. And so all those things uh, mean that it's remarkable to come here today and tell you this is the part of the world where Christianity is growing fastest. But at Bible, we can easily estimate that as many as nine of ten new believers in uh, China, Bangladesh, Thailand, Vietnam, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, places we've been focusing on the last couple of days. These are people that go without the Bible on a daily basis. So every call today, Scott, every Bible is the answer to the prayer of a Bibleist believer. And again, we want to answer the prayer of 8,000 Bibleist believers. KKLA listeners, you've done that for more than half. We've got 3,500 to go. We'd love to be there by the time we wrap up this hour at 5 o'clock, Scott. And friends, we can do it here on the Pastor Scott Show. I know so many of you are listening, and it's always exciting when we can get together. And we always talk about the problems of the world and, you know, what it would look like if we did something about it. Here today, we get to talk about the problems in the world and what we actually can do about it. Hmm. So I want to invite you to actually do something about this, this huge problem and uh, and how blessed people are when they get a Bible. Think about where you'd be if you didn't have a Bible, you didn't have access to a Bible, that it was such a foreign thing. And yet it is food for your soul, and you need it. Well, that's what you get to provide. So the number is 1-800-YES-WORD. I want to invite you to get your credit card out. 1-800-YES-WORD is the phone number. It's 800-937-9673. 1-800-YES-WORD. You can also do it online, kkla.com or kprz.com in San Diego. I want to invite you to give generously. You know, there's a passage in the scripture that talks about this, that talks about, you know, I think that sometimes, you know, Michael, when it's a complicated time in your life and things are tight and you're kind of saying, I'd really like to give, Hmm. I'd really like to Hmm. give generously, but I'm not sure that I can because I've got the electric bills coming up and, you know, it's Hmm. getting hot outside and I'm cranking the air, those kinds of things. Proverbs 19.17 says, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord Hmm. and he will repay him for his deed. You know, that, that's not saying yeah. that God's going to get you a Ferrari if you give 100 Bibles today, okay? It's not saying, it's not about you. But what it is, is it's permission to be generous. Hmm. It's to say, you know what, you're going to be fine. You're generous to the poor, and when you are, you're lending to the Lord, and he's going to repay you. That means that when you get your credit card bill, and you see that 100 Bibles on there, or that $500, whatever it is you gave, and you look at that, you're not going to say, I wish I hadn't have done that because uh, my electricity got turned off or mm-hmm. I couldn't afford the gas or something. You know what happens? And it's really hard to explain, but what happens is you're fine. What happens is, is that your bills get paid, things happen, and this is the Lord answering his, his promise here, his claim to repay you for your deed. 
So, you know, if you're looking for permission, you have it. You have permission to give. The number is 800 yes word 800-937-9673. And as the Lord puts it on your heart, uh, give. If you're looking for a number, average person, $150. I think most of us can do that. That's 30 Bibles. And Michael, we want to reach a huge goal. We have about 3,500-ish to go to meet our goal. We'd love to get that by five o'clock. That means that we're going to need a lot of people giving and some people to give very generously. Uh, And we've had some people do that. Uh, I want to thank a couple of people here who have given recently. Nancy in Canoga Park, three Bibles. Paul in Harupa Valley, five Bibles. Cindy Mm. in Anaheim, 324 Bibles. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. That's awesome. That's $135 a month. You can do a monthly gift if you want to. It's a great way to do it. And, you know, a few more Cindy's, and uh, we're going to meet our goal. <laughs> and a whole bunch more Nancy's and Paul's will meet our goal, but we can do it. Well, we can, it all adds up. Yeah, Scott, I get joy thinking every gift. Because, again, I know in the age of inflation, it's still tax season. Some of you had to apply for, a, you know, an extension. You know, the economy is, is uncertain. I know all of those things are true. You have your own, uh, you know, dynamics to deal with. But, Scott, what I'm seeing on my screen in front of me, all these wonderful gifts being made, right, um, I, I know you're sacrificing somewhere in your budget. You have this great concern for, you know, the West Coast of the U.S., Southern uh, California, and yet you can look abroad to half a world away and visualize these Christians. I, I mean, Scott, I, I know that uh, people wonder, how, how do you live out your Christian faith without being able to open a Bible in your own language at a level you can understand? But it's happening with every call, with every click today. Uh, we're drilling down to different parts uh, of Asia. We've been doing that uh, for uh, the last couple of days. want to take you to the country of India right now. I'll tell you about a man by the name of Jay Anth. It's absolutely an incredible story. But Scott, let me let me say this. It's so tempting when you hear a story like this to be, you know, moved in your heart. Would you take that empathy a step further and become a Bible sender today? This is an incredible need. It's in India. This man's name is Jay Anth. And this is my colleague Subish talking about uh, what persecution uh, means to the church today in India. One of our church planned, uh, he, he told me like this, in his village, you will see the signboards. Christian missionaries are prohibited in the village. If anyone tries to do it, they will attack them mercilessly. And uh, I believe the reason behind all this is the growth of the church. People are responding to the gospel and are joining the church. Church is growing in India amidst of the severe persecutions. Scott, you and I are excited about church growth in India. I can tell you there are forces there that are not happy about it, right? In fact, it is a Hinduistic national government, and again, they're the ones who put these anti-conversion laws on the books. What did Pastor Subish say? And I assure you, he's not exaggerating. He said, what? There's signs on the outskirts of town, you know, no evangelism here, right? right? It's it's against the law to carry um, a Bible. In fact, uh, he would do that for me. Subish would have his wife drove. He had a camera in this hand. And he drove into villages. He said, they speak Tamil here, Michael. He said, over in this village, they speak Hindi. He said, but look at this sign. Uh, yeah, I know you can't read this. So I'll tell you what it says. It says, no Christians allowed, right? Yeah. That's what Christians are up in places uh, like India. But God would have his way, right? Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw the nations to myself. Here's 500 Christians right now that I assure you are praying that you will respond today as generously as you can. Let me tell you about a man by the name of Jay Anth. What's his story? Well, at one time, he was a radicalized Hindu. He would assault Christians. He would destroy churches, did everything to stop the advance of the gospel. Scott, that's who he was there in coastal India. 
Um, but God would have his way with this man. He became a born-again believer after a, a man who received a Bible in a previous Bible League campaign. I would not be surprised if a KKLA listener sent that Bible. But he became a believer, right? And um, he was given a Bible uh, in the Tamil language, in the Tamil language there in India. And he would go on to become a, a pastor. Scott, he had some theological training. On the day he graduated, they rounded up all the seminarians. Scott, they took them to the edge of town. They had them dig a hole to signify their grave. Now, that wouldn't be the hole they would be buried in, right? But it was an act to say that we will have to suffer. We may have to die to see the gospel go forth, but that, that very simple and yet profound act that these seminarians did said what? We're willing to suffer for the yeah. cause of Christ. God, I don't know if that happened to you on graduation day from seminary, but that's what this man uh, encountered uh, in India. He went through church planter training for Bible League. Now, we don't plant Bible League churches. What do we do? We come alongside these under-resourced churches in places like India, and they say, we want to grow our church, Bible League. How do we do that? We have this 8- to 12-week uh, Bible study in the spirit of, of Philip, who led the Ethiopian eunuch to faith in Christ. We create Philips all over the world. In this case, it was the man, J.N., he went into a village where, as far as he knew, never a Christian, never uh, never a church, right? Never any influence of Christianity on this village. It was entirely Hindus. And he shared the gospel with the cobbler, the man that made shoes in this village of about a 1,000 people. Very quickly, that man came to Christ. He and his family, they became trained to share Christ, right? Using a little help from Bible League, right? And depending on God's grace, the church began to grow in that village, right? Mm-hmm. To 500 today. 500 today, Scott. But lest you think it became it came easy, let me tell you what happened to this man, J.M. His house was destroyed not once but twice. His wife was assaulted. Let me be more graphic. She was raped. Many in the congregation have been assaulted. A couple of them were murdered, actually, at the hand of radicalized Hindus. And they, they, they grew to the point where they needed a place to, to gather for worship. The, the leaders of that village said, no way. This is a Hindu village, right? But these men uh, in those uh, leadership roles could not deny that Jesus is real. There were many men who were lawbreakers, women, uh, because of the abject poverty in which they lived, uh, were not taking care of their kids. They were neglecting their children. But all of that was turning around for these new believers. They were law abiders. They were caring and nurturing their children, right? And so they granted this land, Scott, nothing more than a glorified picnic pavilion, but when my colleagues and I saw this, we said, I, with tears in our eyes, this is no less of a church than what we worship in here in America. You know, maybe a brick structure at the corner of First and Main. That is what Christians are up against in a place like India. And I can tell you today with conviction, this man, Jay Anth, in fact, that entire congregation can say, it is a joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. They don't see those around them that would persecute them, that would that would have their hide, if you will. They see them as, as the mission field, people to be loved and pointed to Jesus. Scott, there's a need right now for 500 Bibles at $5 a piece. And I can tell you, in a very difficult time to give, it is a joy for me, as kind of the eyes and ears of Bible, to circle back to these Christians in India and let them know the Bibles you're praying for, they're coming, they're on their way. They're on the way. The number is 800-YES-WORD. If you have your credit card ready, just call 800-YES-WORD and give as the Lord is leading you. $150, that's 30 Bibles. They're $5 each. $200, that is 40 Bibles. You can just keep doing the math there. It's a simple thing. And, uh, you know, many of you have done this. You know, when I think about it in India, Michael, one of the reasons that the church is spreading so fast in India, even though it's illegal to evangelize, Hmm. even though it's illegal to uh, have the Bible in some cases. Part hmm. of the reason 
It's an interesting thing because in Hinduism that uh, controls most of the country, yeah. you know, Jesus is still one of many gods mm. and you can have a Jesus. That's sure, okay as long sure. as you're a Hindu. But when you open up your Bible and it says that you are made in the image of God hmm. and you are in the lower caste of the system hmm. and you're told that there's no value to you, that yeah. you have no value, and you learn right away that you're just as value as valuable to God as every other human mm-hmm. being, immediately you have hope. Uh-huh. Immediately you have change. Immediately you have interest. Amen. And that's what happens when people open up their Bibles. That's what happens when you give a Bible to a person in India. And that's why we're here encouraging you to do that. So the way you do it, it's $5 a Bible. They're asking for, what do we say, 500 Bibles at specifically at JNath's uh, area. Yeah, and let me, let me say yeah. this. Let me throw this in real quick, if I would, Scott. Remember what I said at the, at the front part of this story? He went into a village where, as far as he knew, never a Christian, never a Christian right. church, right? Right. Today, half of that village names the name of Jesus. Yep. Hey, listen, this is not only putting a Bible to Mark's, uh, you know, somebody's uh, a bucket list, right? It is really nation building at its best. When you think about, uh, you know, most villages in India have no church, right? There's no right. influence of Christianity. Mm. But this story is telling you otherwise, right? So we can rejoice in that. But again, it's so tempting, Scott, to say, okay, that's an interesting part of the world. What a difficult place to live out your faith. Take that a step further on the Pastor Scott uh, show today and put your faith into action and do that at $5 a Bible. And we'll be grateful for every gift that comes through right now for this particular need. That's right. It's The number is 1-800-YES-WORD. 1-800-YES-WORD. It's 800-937-9673. 800-937-9673. That works out to 800-YES-WORD. You can call now. If you need to do it online, go to kkla.com and click the Bibles for Asia banner. You can also do it at kprz.com in San Diego if you're listening on KPraise. Otherwise, the number is 800-YES-WORD. $5 a Bible. Our goal, we have a hefty goal here. We want to finish 3,500 here in the next 43 minutes. Can we do that? I know that we can do that. In order to do that, it's going to take everybody to get on board who is feeling this in their heart right now. And it's going Mm. to take some people to give a lot because you you have that ability. You've been blessed. And if you did a $1,000 gift and several people have now $1,000, that's 200 Mm. Bibles. That can be done. Somebody did $5,000 earlier today. That's 1,000 Bibles. I know that that's not for everybody, and we're not pretending that's not for everybody. I gave. I'm part of this. I didn't give $1,000. I'll tell you right now. Um, I'd like to, but I gave generously. And I'll tell you what, it's $5 a Bible. Generous means something different to each person. And Mm -hmm. God knows what's on your heart with that. God knows what he's doing with you and how you're responding. So the number is 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD. Yeah, you know, let's linger right here in India for just a moment. Let me tell you about one of the women that were part, uh, was part of the congregation of Jayanther. What's her name? Lalitha, uh, born a strict Hindu. Uh, Scott, at 14, she was uh, forced into an arranged marriage to a man she did not know, she did did not love. When he died tragically in an accident a couple years later, um, she was forced into prostitution. Again, she was part of the lower social strata there. You seem to know all about that, you know, that, that people are basically cataloged and undervalued or, or, or even not valued at all, right? That was the story of Lolita. And because of this, again, she was forced into human trafficking, prostitution at the hands of the drug cartel. It's big business there, Scott. Mm. And she would live in utter hopelessness. Now, listen, I know this is somewhat graphic, but because of this, she had forced abortions. Um, she was in a, she had diseases she dealt with. She was in 
a part of India where uh, people come specifically to abuse people, right, sexually. I mean, it's a horrific thing, and I won't go any deeper into that. That was Lalitha's story. That was her domain. That's where she lived for many, many years. And, Scott, it, it wasn't until a Christian would bring her to a place of safety and introduce her to Jesus and train her to share her faith with others. And Lalitha would go on to lead a 90 former Hindus, she and others in her evangelical churches, they would invite people to come uh, experience the hope of the gospel and, and learn about, read about the great lover of your soul, Jesus. And again, she led 90 former Hindus to Christ before she died tragically of HIV AIDS, something that she was afflicted with during those years in human mm-hmm. trafficking. And I mean, some of these stories are very, very tragic to share, but we want you to have a, a, a really intimate glimpse in the lives of the Christians we're asking you to support right now. Scott, we have a big goal. It's to bless 8,000 Bibleist believers in Asia. We're about 60% of the way to that goal. We've got 3,200 Bibles to go, and here's 90 Christians today praying for a Bible in Asia. All right, so we're going to take a break, but operators are standing by, and we really want to reach that goal. That's just a, a precious story. And you know, we can't take our eyes off the suffering that's happening in the world. And we cannot deny that the hope that comes from Jesus Christ, the hope that comes from learning about him through the Word of God, is is part of the solution. In fact, it's hmm. the greatest solution. It's the long-term solution. So this woman, even though she ultimately died because of things that were in her past, 90 people came to Christ because of her ministry. God can use anybody. And right now he wants to use you and me to provide Bibles for people in this situation. So the call right now, we're going to take a break, but you can call during the break. The number is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD, or go to kkla.com or kprz.com in San Diego. This is the Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back with more stories and more opportunities to share the Word of God as the Wednesday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Because of your kind help, we are able to do the great work for the Lord. Sometimes you may not know what is happening here. You may not see with your eyes, but God is doing great work. Through your donation, through your prayers, and God is doing great work in India and Sri Lanka. So we want to just say thank you so much for your loving kindness and what you are doing for God's work in this land. Hmm. You know, people are so grateful. We yeah. often don't hear from the people directly. Although I like to say, and I like to believe, that we're going to hear from the people who receive these Bibles that we're giving when we get to heaven. Yeah, They're going to say, hey, you gave that yeah. money on uh, the radio, the Pastor uh, Scott Show, and that provided the Bible that I got, and I got saved. That's you know what, Scott? Your, your listeners are going to say, you know what? It was no big deal. You know, the spirit prodded, right. and, uh, you know, we, we, we trust uh, KKLA, and, uh, you know, it's a 30-year relationship. You know, it really is a safe investment, and, um, you know, it, it's one thing for me to come on here and tell you thank you. I'm glad that Ramesh was able to do that. Um, you know, I wish we could uh, truck all of these, uh, I call them heroes of the faith, Scott, people that serve on the front lines like that man. Boy, the price that he has paid. 
um, as a pastor, uh, not only in India, but also in Sri Lanka. But his message, uh, is, is it's genuine. What's he say? Thank you. You're not always hearing about these stories, right? As I said earlier, not going to read about these on the front page of the L.A. Times or on your favorite cable news source. So, uh, you know, the Pastor Scott Show today um, is telling you, and I hope it's an encouragement, Scott. I mean, that we, we pray that the gospel would take grip all over the world. It's happening, I assure you, in the region of Asia, the part of the world where Christianity is growing fastest, and yet nine of ten believers, because of this incredible move of God, uh, live out uh, their Christian faith in the day-to-day, but we're doing something about it. Scott, we have seen uh, an incredible outpouring of support. We effectively began at zero yesterday morning. Uh, this is day number two for you and I to come on and share these stories, invite your listeners in, into this kingdom work. And here's where we stand uh, as we are in the really the final, what, half hour of the Pastor Scott Show today. Um, we want to bless 8,000 Bibleist believers. You've done that, listeners, for more than 60%. More than 60% of the goal has met. We're down to the final um, 3,000. We were doing some simple math. You know, if we saw a few dozen of you right now at 30 Bibles each, right? That's a $150 tax-deductible uh, gift. Scott and I would join hands and sing the Hallelujah Chorus at uh, at the top of the hour. But I can assure you, listen, every gift that's made today, um, I, I get great joy in thinking and as the eyes and ears of Bible League and, and the one that, you know, in most cases circles back to these groups, I can let them know with great joy the Bibles you're praying for, they're coming they're on their way. And Scott, you've got some names to think, right? People that have uh, not merely tuned in and say that's interesting or what a difficult part of the world to live out your faith, but they've taken that a step further and become Bible senders today. Yeah, I want to thank Jeff and Ventura. Thank you, Jeff. Augustine in uh, Canoga Park, 10 Bibles. Guadalupe in uh, Chatsworth, 20 mm-hmm. Bibles. Connie of Whittier, 40 Bibles. And uh, once again, let's bring up David in Anaheim, who did a thousand Bibles. That's a $5,000 yeah. gift. They're $5 yeah. each, the Bibles. And I know that not everybody can be like David and do that, but clearly God has moved in David's heart to do that for uh, these people who need Bibles, our brothers and sisters in Christ, who are begging to have a Bible put in their hand. And David did that for a thousand people. But every single person who is giving is is contributing here in such an incredible, enormous way. And you have no idea what that person's going to ultimately do. Mm-hmm. You're your gift might inspire thousands of people to get saved and a, and a need for thousands of more Bibles uh, later on. Fortunately, we have Bible League we've been working with for the last uh, 30 years. They've been around for 85 years. It's a great organization. So the way you give is $5 a Bible. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD, or go online, kkla.com or kprz.com in San Diego. Um, Michael is with me from Bible League, and uh, he is helping us with these stories and explaining the need that we have. Yeah, yeah. Scott, you mentioned earlier that uh, we're able to uh, reach about 4,000 people um, a day around the world with the gospel, training about 400 uh, a day. And then every uh, about four hours, a a church is planted with the help of Bible League. Listen, we could not do these things. (laughs) These numbers would not happen without uh, wonderful listeners like yours, Scott, those listening in L.A. and in San Diego. And that's why we're at this point today. Again, we're 60% of the way to our goal to bless 8,000 Bibleist believers. We're in the home stretch here, 3,000 to go at $5 a Bible. 
And I was in Malaysia back in February, uh, Scott. Went to uh, this is one of the largest Muslim majority countries, but it's also a place where people live spe- uh, steeped in spiritual darkness as they embrace pagan practices. Um, we went deep in the jungles of Malaysia, right off the South China Sea. And again, the people we met, they lived remotely. Uh, they had not even met a white Westerner like me, you know, but they were so welcoming. And the story was absolutely incredible. They, they lived in the longhouses. What's a longhouse? Well, Im- imagine a, a home as long as a, you know, a soccer field and generations of families, great-grandparents, grandparents. People live very long lives in a place like Malaysia. You know, you had cousins, you had third cousins, you married into the family, you were part of this longhouse community. Um, these people got along tremendously well. But what characterized this particular longhouse, and again, this is a concept that dates back thousands of years all over Asia. We were seeing this come to life uh, in Malaysia, again, just off the South China Sea. But these people were former animists. What's an animist? Well, they believe that there's spirits and places and things. They pray to their ancestors. Scott, once a month, they had to take the blood of a chicken, and they had to put the, the blood of that chicken in three equal basins. It was somewhat uh, odd. Uh, but if they didn't get the blood right, they didn't appease the gods. And one of the elderly women uh, in that congregate in, in that community died. They said, oh, my, we've not appeased the gods. That's what characterized their life. They were very superstitious. They had no knowledge of Jesus. They had absolutely no peace, right? But God did something very, very special in the lives of the Longhouse people, these animists. He brought a Christian into the lives of a couple who had a daughter who was on death's doorstep, right? She was not taking the nourishment of her mother. She was going to to die. The shaman in that village, the spiritual advisor, could do nothing more than curse uh, this illness. But this Christian who had received a Bible in a previous Bible League campaign came and prayed that, that God would be uh, gracious, would restore the health of this baby again who was on the verge of death. And God did that. Uh, God did that in, in, in a beautiful way. And I can tell you that the, the, the couple the, the, the parents of this child said, we're done with our pagan practices and beliefs. We're following this Jesus. And when the, the, the head man of this longhouse, the, I'm talking about the, the, the big head honcho, right? It's a big, big dude, bad dude, right? When he found out what God had done for this family, he said, you know what? We're all following Jesus. And that's where Bible League was uniquely positioned to come in with a Bible study. It's 8 to 12 weeks in length, Scott. You learn who is Jesus. How is he both God and man? What's it mean to die to self? What's it mean to put on Jesus? Uh, when Jesus says, if you want to be great in this kingdom, you learn to serve, right? They went through that study, and I was seeing people that were on fire for Jesus, but they had very few Bibles in the Malay language. And, and I said to them, look, I'm heading back. I'm going to do kingdom business with KKLA in Los Angeles. And so I could tell them with confidence, Scott, I promised them that 500 Bibles would be on their way. Uh, these represents, you know, that, that number represents um, all the adults that have come to call on Jesus as Lord and Savior. And um, that's what God is doing in places uh, like Malaysia. And again, you're not going to find that on the front page of the L.A. Times or on your favorite cable news source. You're hearing it today. Would you rejoice that the gospel's going forth even half a world away? And today, from the greater L.A. area, we can step into the stories of these Christians. 500 Bibles needed in Malaysia, $5 sends a Bible. How many can you send today? All right, the number is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. How many Bibles can you send? It's $5 a Bible, $150 is 30 Bibles. You just heard we, the way that this is being done is there's 8,000 Bibles that we want to provide yesterday and today. So we have a few minutes left to reach our goal, about 60% of our goal there. 
you know, 500 Bibles, that's $2,500. One person can handle that. That's not everybody. But, you know, right now, as we get to the end of our, our broadcast here in the next 25 minutes, you know, just for some of you who can do that amount, you've been thinking about it. Now's the time. Hmm. And Bible League is a great organization. We've been partnering with them for 30 years. They've been around for 85 years. They are an excellent organization. They are going to put these Bibles in the hands of these 500 people or the 8,000 people. That's our goal. That's what they do. And, you know, thanks to the Lord, because the the church is growing so fast in these Asian countries, the need is multiplying. I mean, 8,000 hmm. Bibles that we're doing is nothing. You know, mm. but it's, I mean, it's not nothing. It's something great for those 8,000 people. Yeah, yeah. But that need is multiplying. I believe that part of the way God's economy works is that we are here in this country where we have a Bible. Um, we have multiple Bibles. We have them on our phones. We have them elsewhere. Somebody actually wrote me and said, you know, is it possible to get up to buy a Bible in China? The answer is no. You can't purchase mm. one. They're They're blocked. And the way the Internet works is you can countries can block ISPs and make it difficult yeah. or impossible yeah. to download them. And uh, and Michael told me something I didn't know is that in a lot of these countries, there's no smartphones. So mm-hmm. there's no downloadable version because no one's downloading anything. Right. right. Yeah. And the Bible is just not available. You're making it available. So would you be generous and call right now, 800-YES-WORD. Just have your credit card ready. Call 1-800-YES-WORD or 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD. And give as the Lord is is calling you to give. And each one of these Bibles, they estimate, ends up in the hands of about 12 people. So for each one that you're giving, they hand it around. Uh, imagine what is going to happen because of the way that you respond today. God can do everything through your gift to completely change the life of that person who gets a Bible, the life of their family, even their whole community uh, for one Bible. Yeah, We have just a minute left. We're going to go to the uh, the break. Yeah, yeah. let me tell you what that multiplier is, if I may, Scott, yeah. just real quick. What's that mean? We can say with confidence after 85 years in ministry that every Bible uh, impacts about 12 people for the cause of Christ, right? There's people that over, that look over the shoulder of these Christians, hey, can I can I share your Bible? That sort of thing, right? But we can say with confidence, um, uh, 12 people impacted with every Bible that's sent. Scott, simple math, and uh, looking at our goal of 8,000 Bibles, right, times 12, I don't know math in my head off, right. off off the fly. You know what it means right now? We have the opportunity as the KKLA listening family to really influence thousands and thousands of people for the cause of Christ. Listen, I know you love your Bible. You love your Lord. You love his word. This is an opportunity right now. In fact, we've prayed that 8,000 Bibleist believers would receive a very own copy of God's word. And listeners, you're helping make it happen today with every call and with every click. Scott, we are more than 50% of the way. In fact, we're down to the final 3,000 Bibles. We'd love to be there by the top of the hour. I know that's a big uh, job, but for uh, the KKLA listening family, it's doable. It is doable. The number is 800-YES-WORD. We're going to take a break, but operators are standing by during the break. 800-YES-WORD. That's 1-800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD. You can also go to kkla.com and click the banner or go to kprz.com if you're listening in San Diego and do the same. This is the Pastor Scott Show. I'll be back as the Wednesday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now 
at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Great to be with you, everybody. We are providing Bibles for new believers in Asia. Nine out of ten new believers do not have a Bible, and this is a part of the world where it's not very available. And imagine if you didn't have a Bible. You know, the scriptures say, the psalmist said, that your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. These are people who are becoming saved in countries where it's often illegal, where you might get persecuted, where you don't have a history of Christianity, and you don't know what the next step is to take. Well, once you have a Bible, you know that. And that's why people are begging us to send them Bibles. So together on KKLA and KPRZ on the Pastor Scott Show today, we're providing Bibles for Christians in Asia. I'm here with Michael from Bible League. Bible League has been partnering with KKLA and KPRZ for over 30 years. They're 85 years old as an organization, and they've been providing Bibles all around the world for all of that time. Michael, uh, thanks for being with me today. we got one more segment. Yeah, we could not do what we do, Scott, without uh, wonderful listeners uh, like yours. Uh, you know what? We've set a goal to bless 8,000 Bibleist believers in the region of Asia, where God has chosen uh, to work uh, in an incredible way because of his um, amazing move, Scott. Um, we're seeing uh, about 9 of 10 believers, as you say, without the Word of God. We've said together, let's bless 8,000. We're down to the final. We've seen more than 60% of this goal met. We're down to uh, less than 3,000 Bibles. Um, at $5 a Bible, you know, a handful of you, dozens of you right now, not hundreds, that would be great, but dozens of you right now at $30, uh, at, I should say 30 Bibles, that's $150. You've heard us talk about that level um, all day. Scott has mentioned uh, uh, 12 Bibles for 60 bucks. Some of you uh, are in a position to do a gift of $1,000, $5,000. We've seen those, Scott, and I can tell you it is a great joy for me. It does not matter the gift amount, but to, to, to think that, uh, listeners, you not only have great concern for the greater L.A. and San Diego areas, but you can you can look abroad to, to, to fellow believers in the region of Asia and send them exactly what they're praying for today, and that is the Word of God. Scott, as we wrap up uh, today, I want to share two quick stories. Uh, both of these involve persecution. Not every story that we've shared today is involve persecuted believers. These definitely uh, fit the bill. People may wonder, why is persecution on the rise in a place like Asia? Well, you know, Paul wrote to young Timothy. He said, you know, Timothy, anyone who desires to lead a godly life in Christ can be expected to what? Suffer, to be persecuted, right? And that's one uh, easy way to understand why persecution is, is on the rise. You know, here in America, it's a lot of social persecution. You, you know, you tell people, uh, you know, you love Jesus, you're a follower of Christ. They say, so what? No. <laughs> but it's a different uh, level in places like China and uh, Pakistan. Let me tell you about Pastor Mahmoud. His story is this. Uh, Scotty's a former uh, imam. Um, he was responsible for 15 mosques in the country of Pakistan, which isn't real Christ-friendly over there, right? That was his story. Um, he accepted the invitation of a Christian friend to, uh, to come to a Bible study, learn about uh, who Jesus was. He came not because he cherished Christianity, but because he wanted to find fault. He, he opened a Bible, and, and Scott, as he did that, the Spirit ministered. He, he realized he was a sinner, no other name under heaven by which to be saved. When he became a believer, he left Islam. He was labeled an infidel. Um, he was beaten, tortured, jailed. His, his wife and his children have left him. They want nothing to do with him. He had to relocate to another village. Scott, that's the story of this man, Mahmoud. Um, he's got, you've got this audio cut here if you want to play this. I want to come back and tell you where he's at today and the incredible need that he's help, praying that you'll help meet in Pakistan today. I was born and brought up in a Muslim family. I started reading the Bible not to know the Word of God, but to find out the faults. 
So when I began to read the Bible, slowly the word of God inspired me and uh, it has shown there, there is no mistakes in the Bible. So I realized that I am a sinner. I accepted Lord Jesus Christ and uh, also when I study, completed my studies in the college, I want to have a training there because most of my community people are perishing by just blind belief because they don't know the word of God. Yeah, the man's name is Mac mm. Mood. Uh, Scott, he lived with uh, just the grief of leading people into spiritual darkness. He was responsible for 15 mosques. When he became a believer only a couple of years ago, uh, received a theological training, became a pastor, he said, you know what, I'm going to counter that by planting 15 churches. Scott, he's been busy about uh, the work of the Lord. Fifteen of those churches have been planted, 35 to 75 members each, very healthy for a place like Pakistan. And as a shepherd, a good shepherd, uh, an upper under-shepherd of the Lord, Right, uh, he's not praying for an end to his suffering. Uh, you know, his family's rejected him. He's he's been labeled an infidel. He's a marked man where he ministers. He's praying for five hundred Bibles. These are for uh, adults who are new believers. Scott, they have absolutely no hope of a Bible outside of our opportunity today to send that. So our prayer is that we can answer the prayer of uh, of, of Mac Mood today. And I can tell you, as the eyes and ears of Bible League, Scott, it is a joy for me to circle back and let uh, Mac Mood know that the five hundred Bibles you need for new believers right now. Now, they're coming. They're coming. So the way that you give, the way that you make sure that Mahmoud and the other people we've been talking about today get their, their Bibles for their communities is you call. They're $5 each. 800-YES-WORD is the phone number. 1-800-YES-WORD. That's 1-800-937-9673. 1-800-YES-WORD. You know, Pakistan, like we, you can think about it, it's not a Jesus-friendly or a mm-hmm. Bible-friendly country at all. And yet the Word of God is so powerful, it is changing lives. You know, his story is that he wanted to uh, be able to say what's wrong with it, and he got converted because Uh he read it, and this is what's happening. Uh, The Bible does this. Romans 10, 17, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the Word about Christ. That's what Mahmoud is doing, is he's presenting the Word about Christ to all of his churches And what you're doing is you're providing that word, the word of God, to the people in those churches and the people all around the Asian world where 60% of the world's population lives Mm -hmm. and where Christianity is growing faster than anywhere else in the world. And my friends, these people need Bibles. Where would you be if you didn't have access to the Bible, if you couldn't do it? Well, what we're doing today together with Bible League, our partner for over 30 years, is we're making sure that we can put Bibles in these people's hands. I want to encourage you. The number is 800-YES-WORD. We're just about done with the Pastor Scott Show today. We want to meet our goal. We got quite a few more to go. Operators will keep standing by. The number is 800-YES-WORD. 800-937-9673, 800-YES-WORD. Let me give you one final story, uh, Scott, and thanks for being such a great friend of Bible League. Listeners, you've been incredibly kind to us. We are in the final uh, moments of our time together. Uh, we're down to, like, the final t- 2,000 Bibles. What an incredible outpouring of support, uh, Scott, in a difficult time to give. We're so grateful for that. And uh, let me tell you about Pastor Katsu. His story is this. Um, he's about 50. He serves just outside of Beijing. He's a pastor there. He has been beaten in jail probably 20 25 times over the course of his ministry. They beat him so severely last time, he could not get up for a week, Scott. They use electric baton. They leave permanent burns all over his body. That's what he's up against in communist China. 
But they let him go, told him to never speak of Jesus again. That's what was the kind of the familiar refrain as they would let him go. His wife was relieved to find out he had not been executed for his faith. But about a week later, a knock came on his door in the evening. He was a little reluctant to open this. Who did he find? The man, Hio, this bitter atheist interrogator that beat him nearly to death. He had one question that burned in his heart all week long. He had to have the answer, and it was this. How are you at such peace when we were beating you? And so this man, Pastor Katsu, would lovingly open that door, open his Mandarin Bible, lead this bitter atheist to faith in Christ. Together, Scott, they have witnessed literally thousands coming to Christ just outside of Beijing. If the story sounds familiar, it should. I shared this when we were here last year, and I'm just coming back with an update to tell you, Scott, more than a 1,000 people. Uh, have since come to Christ. Mm. But they're part of the house church movement, Scott. There may be hundreds that gather, uh, maybe weekly, maybe it's every other week, depending on the frequency that they can get together safely. But after the worship service, people are known to be in the back of the church. They'll open these Mandarin Bibles. They'll handwrite scriptures, painstakingly handwriting Mandarin scriptures onto a lined piece of paper, because there's only two or three in that congregation, just to have something to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus uh, during that week. That's how desperate they are. Scott, I've got a Mandarin Bible here in our final seconds. Um, you know, I'm not a Mandarin speaker. You said you don't know much about Mandarin either, Scott. So uh, to us, this Bible means nothing. But to the Christians I'm talking about right now, they would give absolutely anything for what sits before us. And listeners, that's what you have been so kindly giving all day long and over the last couple of days. We are about uh, 70, maybe 80% of the way to our goal. We need to wrap up. We need to do that in the coming days. Scott, we're grateful for every gift, and it's been a joy to be here with you, brother, and to see your listeners give so generously. Well, thank you, Michael. It's always good to be with you. Well, always, this is the second time, so we're two for two. Still good Amen. to be with you. And, uh, you know, and thank you for what you're doing through Bible League. And like you said, it's the listeners who call and they provide mm. these Bibles. Uh, you know, we're just they're the, the best, the, the conduit for that. And I want to thank you. There's still Amen. time and uh, lots of time. We still want to meet our goal here. So it's $5 a Bible. You're providing Bibles to Christians in Asia who have mostly or recent believers where nine out of 10 believers don't have a Bible. And in most cases, there's not even access to a Bible. It's restricted by law or even restricted by uh, geography. There's a lot of reasons that makes it complicated. Um, You are helping through Bible League. Bible League has been our partner for 30 years. They've been doing this for 85 years. It's a great organization. $5 a Bible, what can you do? $150, that's 30 Bibles. $1,000, some people can do that. Some people have. That's 200 Bibles. Mm. 2,500, that's 500 Bibles. That'll help us get closer to our goal. The number is 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD. Every gift helps us get closer to our goal. And it's really about putting it in the the hands. It's in the Lord's hands how many Bibles we're able to do. 1-800-YES-WORD is the number, 1-800-YES-WORD. Operators are standing by that will be for a while, so keep calling Hmm. 800-YES-WORD. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the Pastor Scott Show today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.